0: Hey, what's up friends? Welcome to today's episode. We're going to chat with James Shield from Tennessee. He uh, started a lawn care business as a part-time side hustle as he was working at Chick-fil-A for years. And eventually that side hustle became his passion. He got that boat nice and snug up there close to the dock and I uh, made the transition. And so he's going to share about his story of what it was like to do lawn care as a part-time deal. And then eventually as full-time what he's learned along the exciting journey. So looking forward to checking chatting with James today. Thanks to today's show's sponsor, our friends at Jobber. Years ago, guys, I used to print out templates of my invoices and I'd take my favorite pen. I, I love those Pilot G207 pens. Ah, love them. I have like 20 of them <laughs> sitting next to my desk. But uh, what I would do is I'd perform the service. I'd write down on the template there, uh, print it out what the customer owed me, the due date, all of that. And I'd either hand it to them or put it in their mailbox. And uh, that was very foolish. It was not efficient. And uh, thankfully, 2019, I uh, did a trial with Jobber, absolutely loved it. And here I am able to get my customer's cards on file, send them quotes, send them invoices in a way that's electronic. And I can tell when they viewed it. And it's super professional. It, It boosted my professionalism. And more importantly to me, it boosted. My cash flow. I wasn't waiting for my customer to get the invoice or send a check in the mail or someone just DM me the other day and uh, they put the check in the grill. The customer did, and then I've had that. <laughs> I have one customer that did that every single time. Her name was Christina, and uh, she put the check in the grill. And then she'd put the cover on top of the grill and the check would be in a Ziploc bag inside an envelope. I mean, it was like a treasure hunt just to get the check. And sometimes I'd go to get it and it wouldn't even be there. And I would text her and, you know, she'd have some story if our daughter forgot to put it in there or whatever. Uh, no more, guys. Jobber is the answer. Uh, the business management software is the one that I've personally used for years and highly recommend. Mr. Producer will put that link in today's show notes if you want to give him a try or just go to getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Launchpreneur Academy. I am here with James Shield. What's up, James? Hey, how you doing, Paul? I've been uh, getting persistent requests to get you on the program from the uh, Amigos BLC down in Alabama, Ben Naiman, Lamont Hairston. Finally, I said, James, you better get on the show because these guys are wearing me out. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you ever read the Bible, Luke 18, that persistent widow? Finally, Absolutely. the judge is like, all right. Absolutely, you drive me crazy. And so uh, your your friends have been uh, fighting to get you on the program here. So well, I appreciate it, man. Humbled and honored. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, thank you uh, for being here. So I've been podcasting all morning. I missed uh, Corey Ballard, Greg Whitstock, Keith Kalfas, and uh, whoever else I missed, whatever line it was. G- give me a quick recap of what I missed. Uh, so, uh,
1: man, uh, Greg brought the heat, killed it this morning. Uh, Corey was just... As real as always, man, you appreciate that honesty. I heard he was crying. He was. He was. uh, It talked about perfect cut, so he actually got out of it. So he's he's Sold sold it. No longer in it, man. Uh, very, very cool, and then uh, of course Brian and Liz's realtor that's was the, up there. Uh,
0: cut that grass and make that cash. He got,
1: he got a he big got, payday. Probably. He did. He got out, man. That's a, and I think that's a hit or you know that's a that's a love double edged sword kind of thing. You know, hit or miss. What did you did you do the right thing? He was kind of saying that at the end of the speech when he cried. So uh, it hit home. You know what I mean? Because that's what we're all thinking about one day if we do want to get out of it or whatever the case may be. So because uh, we all love what
0: we do, so. Absolutely. And he's still uh, serving the industry, just at a little bit different of a role with uh, creating products for us. So what are you checking here? Uh, I got a notification. Got a quote on the job. Yeah. Ah, there this, you go. What what, do you, what software do you use?
1: Uh, actually, don't use any, man. I'm a pen okay. and paper guy. I know that's okay. I know that's bad, but uh, I'm still pen and
0: paper. One day I'm going to convert. I got uh, six letters for you. Okay. Jobber. Okay. I, and, I, I think there's six letters. I'm not counting. J O B. VR, yeah, I think
1: that's okay. Right. All right, all right. <laughs> no, I've uh, heard very, very good things about it. A lot of my buddies use it and uh, swear by it, you know. And I just, I have not got into it yet. I'm, I'm very fortunate that my mom still helps me with a lot of my book stuff, and yeah. if you got a bookkeeper that you don't have to pay. But
0: kind of works out. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I pay an arm and a leg to Megan and Joey, but they do a great job. Yeah, Golf Coast bookkeeping. But in the winter is a good time to get onboarded. Um, I, I did the pen and pad and and all of that for probably. Six or seven years. And oh, wow. I, okay. I got Yardbook for free. Uh, I did their free version and, and things of that nature. And then I ended up getting the bells and whistles program uh, with Jobbirds to grow. And it really is night and day. It is It is uh, the onboarding process. It's one of those things that's like you just got to do it. Yeah. But once you do it, if you have like a knot in your shoe, it's like the it's, it's party just wants to go buy a new shoe. You know what I mean? But if you actually get your fingernail in there, you know, get it going and untie it. And it's like, oh, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I took the time initially to get all my customers information in there and you know it's it's with anything instagram facebook youtube you're like oh it's so intimidating but once you get the hang of it you're like oh that's it's effortless no doubt So tell us a little bit about Second Mile Landscaping and Lawn Care. Yeah, so uh, we're locally owned and operated
1: in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Been in business, shoot full-time the past seven, been doing it for about 15, uh, part-time. Used to be a manager at Chick-fil-A. Some of you guys know that. I worked at Chick-fil-A for almost 10 years. Uh, So started, uh, you know, started there as far as kind of honing uh, customer service and work ethic and that type of thing. That's a very good place to work for, to learn that stuff. Uh, some people know and some people don't, but a uh, second mile comes from the Bible. So it's biblical. Uh, you know, the Roman soldier carrying the water satchel, not just going the first mile, but going the second. Wow. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of preach that at Chick-fil-A as well, you know, every customer, every time. So that kind of uh, rolled over into my business. And uh, man, I haven't looked back since. And, and that's how I operate and do things. So while you were working at Chick-fil-A, were you a weekend warrior? Yes, sir. Yeah, so I had one day off during the week, Thursdays. Thursdays was my day to cut grass, and uh, I had 20 yards on schedule. Oh, what if it rained? Oh, man, I was was, was kind of messed up, man. I had... ended up doing stuff on, uh, I worked Saturday, 11 to close. And so Sunday was Chick-fil-A's closed right, obviously. Right, right. So that would be my
0: makeup day. But and, people don't really like you coming on Sunday. No, they don't.
1: They don't. Some people are very, uh, conscious working on the Sabbath and, and I understand. And I, I was that way too. And growing the business, you kind of had to do what you had to do. Oh yeah. And, uh, I, I try to, I, I've gotten more proactive and, and I've stressed that to myself, you know, like we're, uh, we're working to live. We're not living to work, you know? And, uh, I try to take that day off. Try to take Saturdays off if I can, but again, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So uh, that was a, that was a big deal for me growing uh, where I'm at. You know, was doing that on the uh, it's throwing me off. Everybody's walking by, saying hi to Paul. Man, he, he's the man out here. Very cool. What uh, was that
0: process of getting the boat close to the dock? You, you had a steady, stable job at Chick Fil A. There. You know, really good culture. How did you know? Hey, it's time to quit this comfy, safe good job that you probably had appreciation for to go out and have a little bit of a risk to do second mile full-time? Well, I, I hit the ceiling there. Um, and honestly,
1: man, I have a degree in philosophy. I okay. uh, can't do anything with it because I'd have to go back to school. Don't, Not interested in doing that, but I was uh, doing pretty much everything a GM would do. I just didn't have the GM title. Okay. And uh, hit the ceiling there and uh, just couldn't go any higher. And I wasn't interested in owning a Chick-fil-A. Love Chick-fil-A. Still have a great appreciation for it. Had a lot What's of What's your favorite uh, meal there if you go? Oh, spicy deluxe, man. Number two? Number two. <laughs> Hands down, buddy. And, uh, you know, uh, working there and being a being a GM, I saw the ins and outs of it. So I can tell you 100% uh, the quality, the food, everything is 100, every time is going to be 100%.
0: They pride themselves. You, you in know, that. in Atlanta... Which is home base. Been to corporate. Incredible. There is uh, typically at least one line wrapped around it. Sometimes two. Every time. I've seen three. Three. I have two. And it's other than Sunday, it's every single day. You go to Bojangles, ain't nobody there. No, KFC, no line. No line. You're right. McDonald's, Aaron's truck, where's he at? Aaron's at McDonald's, but ain't nobody else there. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And they're all a Chick fil A, man. I know. And uh, I personally like the food. I just don't have the patience to sit in the line. I'll park like, if there's a parking lot, I'll kind of park a little far off and I'll walk in. Sure. Um, And I, I just picked up that from a while ago. Just... It's faster, I think. Walk in and get it, but I get a number two
1: too. I have a I have a love hate with it now, right? I worked there ten years. I used to get the food for free, and it's it's kind of expensive, you know. It's it's one of those treat uh, meals, it's... you know what I mean? Like it's like going out to eat somewhere, uh, as far as the price goes sometimes. And you're like, man, I used to get this for same food for free. I know how it's made. Not that it's made bad or anything. It's just I used to get it for free. Like I refuse to pay for it, you know. So yeah. if uh, somebody, you know, my my mother is uh, she's kind of sick, and so you know we take care of her, so she'll want the chicken noodle or the tortilla soup so I'll, I'll go wait in line you know for something like that but other than that man i'm i'm not there every day like it used to be i actually had the contract two years ago to do the landscaping at the one i worked at and uh that was nice being able to work there and do different jobs uh while i had the maintenance contract and uh, i used to get free food when i was still after the fact growing my business here you know working full-time at second mile and was uh, hey James, come get some food. Done deal. Yes. Me and me and two guys, we'll go in there and get some food. You know, so you, you got you got a lot of
0: guys right now on their way to Chick Fil A. <laughs> that's <it, laughs> that's Get to number two. That's it. With the hot waffle fries, a little touch of salt. What drink do you usually get? I'm an Arnold Palmer guy. Sweet okay. tea
1: lemonade, man. Sweet okay. tea lemonade. It, I know how it's made. I'm, I'm particular though. Three quarter sweet tea, one quarter lemonade, shaken three times, and it just is. the – the best drink ever, man. So. And then they say, my pleasure. That's it. My pleasure. And I still say that. I catch myself doing that. Even co- quoting jobs or landscaping or whatever. Somebody will say, oh, thanks, James. I'll like, oh, it's my pleasure. Glad I could help you out, you know? Yeah, that's
0: like Chick-fil-A coast. Like, if you listen to Dave Ramsey, they say, better than I deserve. Absolutely. That's, that's code, you know? Like, okay, this, this is my... Uh, My my debt free community brother or sister, and it's like if someone says my pleasure, it's like choose to work at Chick fil A. That's it. That's it. They don't say that at Bojangles. No, they don't. You're right. (laughs) right Some of y'all don't have Bojangles. My friend uh, went to get a job at Bojangles, and long story short, it was just kind of disorganized. He Mm -hmm. didn't he didn't get the job. His dad's like, you need to go to Bojangles to get a job. So he goes to Bojangles, and uh, long story short, they like never called him. They're supposed Mm -hmm. to like follow up with them, and they just let it. Let it slip or whatever. So he goes to Chick Fil A, and he walks in just to order food. Okay. And they're like, "Hey, are you? You're here to get a job?" And he just kind of rolled with it. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And they're like, "Okay, yeah." And and, and he's like, "You know, the right place, at the right time." And so like, "All right, we'll come back on Wednesday for orientation or whatever." So he got he got hired, and um, he ended up meeting his wife there. Um, his, his name's Otha, and then his wife's name's Bailey, and they met there. They uh, got married last week. Wow, maybe like a week and a half ago. That's incredible. And so um, yeah, they met at Chick Fil A. They got married. That's a big deal, man. Uh, you know, being in that
1: industry for a while, we had a lot of couples that that got married there, met there. You know, um, worked through college together, whatever, and ended up going and opening stores. You know, which I thought was incredible. You know, as a husband wife team and had the background at Chick Fil A. So it's a pretty big
0: deal, you know. Yeah, I know that you guys didn't tune in to hear about Chick Fil A. No, share no. one more story. That's fine. That's fine. In Go ahead. Atlanta. They have a Chick-fil-A that sells cheeseburgers. Yeah, the Dwarf House. Yeah. Yeah, that's the True too. story. True story. You go down there, and, and on the menu, it's like, my first time, I was skeptical. I was like, there's no way, because I heard about it. And I went down there, and sure enough, you can get a cheeseburger at
1: Chick-fil-A in Atlanta. That's the original one. So it's uh, the original one that Kathy had built, and... Uh he started it, I think, I think it was 1960s, um, and then the first chicken sandwich was actually invented for a mall, which was pretty cool, so uh, quick food. But we, we took the tour down there at corporate and got to stay a couple of days and actually visit the Dwarf House for dinner, which was a great place to eat. If you guys are in Atlanta, definitely check it out. Yeah, so, a, little, a little sketchier. Just be careful. It's a tab. <laughs> Just, uh, it, it's a day trip. I wouldn't stay there, no, but yeah, go no. there for an hour or two and then go get back out. to your hotel. Yeah, That's get, it.
0: Get, get, get out. <laughs> and uh, I might be getting out of Atlanta Permanently, yeah. Soon.
1: We'll see if the Lord wills. Okay, very good, man. We, uh, my uncle lived in Marietta for a long time, okay. and uh, a little nicer, you know. Oh, he had yeah. he had a, a town home in Marietta, a townhouse, and mm-hmm. uh, he would take us to Atlanta, but we wouldn't stay there long. I can remember him. Well, this is this. We'll show you around, and oh, let's go back to Marietta. You know, we yeah. <laughs> did not stay well, there very long. The Braves
0: had the same idea. They 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 moved from Atlanta to Marietta. They're, they're called the Atlanta Braves, World Champions, by the way, but they moved to Marietta. Real nice area. Very nice area. Yeah, huge Braves fan, man. Super
1: excited about that. Oh, you like the Braves? Love the Braves. Love the Braves. Love the new stadium. It's beautiful there, too. It's incredible landscaping. That's the first thing I noticed anywhere. But hands down, it was, oh, what a great year. What a great year to be a Braves fan. Yeah, Um, so
0: Chick-fil-A, Weekend Warrior, you hit the ceiling at Chick-fil-A, your business. You had some customers. You you go mm -hmm. Uh, full-time. Give us a little summary of the last seven, eight years as you've been doing second mile full-time. Uh, man, I, and, uh, I, I, get a little flack from it from my, from my buddies in
1: Alabama and, and some of my other guys, like I do zero advertising, Paul. So yep. everything is word of mouth and just doing quality work, uh, I encourage you. The The networking thing is huge, right? Getting with other companies and like-minded individuals, your mindset changes. Uh, that is a true statement. And, uh, you know, for me in my business, I just kind of uh, linked up with the right people and did the right work, you know. Mm-hmm. Quality work, I'm always fair. You know, my, my saying is high quality work without the high prices. And I try to be fair on everything, you know, and uh, sometimes you lose money. Sometimes you don't, you know, and uh, I'm not in it to get rich. I'm in it to just do okay and have a a good living. You know, I want to be happy at six figures. I don't want to be too big like a lot of people. And I think that's kind of where my niche is on it. So um, that's kind of where I've scaled and and grown my business to. At a peak, I had 160 yards. It's too much to take care of. Too much to manage on top of commercial properties. And I actually dropped down. I was 2018. 2019, I had 100. 2020, I went down to 80. This year, I have 60. But we're talking 60 great customers. We're talking uh, four commercial properties that take good care of me. And uh, and that, that's what I do full-time, man. And I mean, I'm able to provide for me and the guy and have another part-time guy with me. So it's a blessing, man. I cannot complain. God has definitely took care of me on that. So
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you're sharing your perspective because we have examples of Corey, you know, sure. b- builds a gigantic business. I've been there before in, um, I think it's called like in Caney, Iowa or something like that. Mm-hmm. A little north of Des Moines, um, but anyway, I've been up there. Grows it big, and he sold it. And I don't know if he announced to you guys how much he sold it for, but no. I, I would imagine it had to have a couple commas in that. No,
1: he didn't say. Um, but I would, I would definitely. He, he's all right. He's definitely doing a
0: okay right. Off so, it so that's sure. one. That's one path that you can take. Now, now along the way, you're going to be hiring and firing hundreds of employees. you're gonna, A lot of fires. A lot of uh, things to consider. Then there's other stories uh, like yourself, a mm-hmm. uh, friend of the show Johnny Moe, He's been on the program. He, and he's like, I'm solo and proud. This is my niche. This is what I want. And again, you have enough money for you and your family, and you have a little bit less stress, a lot less stress, because it's just you have you know 60 customers or whatever that are pleasant to work with. That's it. And it's it's uh it's really a, a balanced lifestyle. So. There's not one right answer. For some people, God's will might be to scale and sell and grow it big. For others, it might be to be one or two crews and to be content with that and to really dot your I's, cross your T's, fine-tune everything so it is as profitable as possible. That's it. And uh, I heard, uh, I think I I want to say it was Gary
1: Vee, but he had said, uh, he said, you know, you pick your level of happiness. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was just talking about how much do you want to make. You know, he's like, do you want these seven, eight-figure problems or do you want these high six-figure problems or low six-figure problems? And I'm like... I'm all right at 95,000 and dealing with that kind of stuff. And, uh, again, man, last year, uh, not to brag or anything, but I mean, first time I've ever touched six figures, it was incredible, um beautiful thing and uh Mm -hmm. my whole business has paid off debt-free oh congratulations Um, you're in nashville i guess you got to be debt-free gotta be it's (laughs) goodness gracious good luck finding the house there i mean they're building them like crazy but they are expensive as well everyone's coming in from the coast it seemed like nashville's a top destination we have a area i used to work in we're talking about atlanta a little bit right how how you wouldn't be caught dead some places okay this place in east nashville was was rough or 20 years and i mean all the guys from california people from california are moving there now it's the most beautiful area ever you know we love it here um i'm thinking man 20 years ago you wouldn't walk your dog down this street after wow. eight o'clock and i mean they're buying houses five hundred thousand oh, dollars and that's wow. cheap and that's not cheap but that's cheap to california people so yeah it's nuts man um it's a good thing and a bad thing you know again like everything but we've uh, we've had a very good run of it um i've been able to Uh, kind of handpick some good customers out out from that way, from California, I'm proud to say that, and uh, you know, there are no questions asked, you do whatever, and they they, they take care of you on that, so
0: Yeah, a lot of folks don't have yards out there I've been out to California, and uh, it's just way different than Atlanta way sure. different for
1: sure for sure that that was one of the things uh, a lady i'd actually did work for she moved here owns a uh, uh company that does uh, storage auctions where she she uh bids on the storage units you know kind of like the tv show um she was like oh yeah she's like i couldn't dare i couldn't get a house and and a yard this big in california right. to save my life and i'm like you you have a big yard for the area you're in I was like I don't think you realize it but you have like one of the biggest yards in East Nashville and she was like really and I'm like yeah and I mean redid this old uh, Craftsman style house from the 1920s and redid the whole thing you know it's it's nice if they got copper gutters I mean who in the world spends that much money on gutters you know but incredible stuff and uh, we did a ton of landscaping at her house all new install stuff and uh, it was beautiful, man. But she's became a uh, life lifelong customer, so I, you can't beat that, man. Just off of doing good work. So
0: yeah, that's fantastic. How'd you get plugged into this community? I know you guys got a deep friendship with the the amigos from Alabama and, and Lamont and Ben, and it seems like you guys. Uh, really have kind of bonded how, how did that all come to pass and how has that helped your business oh yes yeah. so, very good question uh thank you so we actually uh, we, we <laughs> did actually, you hear that mr producer <laughs> yeah so
1: shout those guys out man blc bnl uh lamont all those guys man they I love them to death uh, we uh actually met i actually met ben on the tram at gie right riding, okay. parking in the way way par, parking lot met him and his grandpa and Oh, incredible conversation. And then uh, actually met Eli through Ben. Okay. So Ben is the catalyst for all of it, right? And uh, we ended up meeting. Going to, actually went to Tampa. Actually went down to see yep, you. Yep. First time I've ever traveled with them. Spent the night with them. Done anything with those guys? For, you know, first for me for anything. Uh, for, not far as going with people I didn't know, and right. uh, I mean, man, just had the best time ever. Enjoyed their company. Now enjoyed- we're,
0: we're running that back again. I, I think, and as we get closer, you can double check on like Almond's Instagram and Brian and mine. But I think we're going to do it Saturday, February fifth. Same place, Armature Works Park, Tampa, Florida. We're going to do a huge meetup. Um, last year, we were kind of low-key about it, and you guys still came down from Nashville, Alabama, North Carolina. This year, we're not going to be low-key about it. We're going to say, hey, be at Armature Works Saturday, February 5th. I think that's the right date. Okay. And um, we're going to do it again, and it's a big old open spot. There's Tampa skylines on the other side of the lake or whatever that is, the ocean. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, ocean right there. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and then um, we're just going to hang out and uh, just –
1: we well, had a good time, man, talking shop and, yeah, and talk learning shop. about other guys' businesses and uh, I had met some young guys, man. I mean we're talking guys fifteen years, sixteen years old, which you always like hearing those stories, right? You know, what did I do wrong when I was sixteen starting out? And and I'm like this kid uh, has an Mark Laser Z and a wagon, and he's mm-hmm. in this neighborhood, this HOA, and he cuts forty yards, wow. and then he just bought a pressure washer. And now he's going to start pressure go. washing. And I was like, okay, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm pretty excited, man. I'm I'm making a lot of money, and I'm like, dude, keep it up. Yes. I was like, when I was sixteen and doing this, I used to cut grass on the weekend. I'd make four or five hundred bucks. I would go blow it that same weekend, I'd buy shoes, clothes, go to dinner, go to movies, whatever. wouldn't have nothing to show for it at the start of the next week. Did it every weekend, you know, and uh, there's no telling where I would be at in business if I did that. That's one of my regrets and uh, not saving when I was younger. Yeah. And it was preached to me, but I didn't do it. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at now, why I have to pay cash for everything and why I, I move the way I move. And uh, it, it allows me to to have a lot more control over it, you know. So I just know how I am. God knows he doesn't give me extra
0: money. He gives me just enough. And I'm completely okay with that. So. Yeah, there's a proverb about that. Warren Buffett shared, I, I was watching this keynote speech he gave, I think it was Nebraska, a while ago, and he said the best thing you can do when you're that young teenage, uh, late teenage years is get yourself in the positive and get a cushion. Because mm. I think he said, this is a lot of money, but he said he was $30,000, which if you had inflation, and this was back in whatever year it was, 19 whatever, 60s, or I don't even know. I don't want to age him too much. But um, he had thirty thousand dollars from his paper route and, and scrapping and hustling and doing what you did, except he didn't blow it on on sneakers and and bubble gum and whatever. <laughs> he just, saved it. Yeah. So now he's got plus thirty thousand, mm-hmm. and then he invested, invested, and eventually hit you know on some wise investments, and now he's got multiple billions with the B. And he's like, "What you guys?" you know you guys are foolishly doing he's talking to call it was a college graduation thing he's like you guys are going in minus 30 the other way to get sitting in these classrooms and then uh you know six seven percent interest is just putting uh shackles around your um feet next thing you know it's taking you a couple decades just to get that cleaned up whereas you could be an off to the races. So if you're a 16-year-old kid listening to me, I'm 35. How old are you? 32. Okay. We would do anything to go back and be a teenager again. A
1: lot of times. And I'm telling
0: you, I would throw the Xbox or the Nintendo or whatever the things they have now. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, PlayStation, Nintendo, PlayStation, they got new things. But uh, whatever those things are called, I'd throw that thing in the trash, and I'd get out there and work. Mm Mm-hmm. W-O-R-K. That's four letters. There you go. Work. There you go. And then save your money. And don't... I'm not against education. Yep. Right? If you are going to get educated, just don't go into debt to do it. Get get like Warren Buffett. Get positive as much as you can and then invest. Whether you're investing in a X Mark Laser Z or you're investing in the mutual fund or you're investing whatever, once you have some money, you can invest it. And then compound interest or building your business or both, you can really accumulate some wealth. And so... At age 35, it's like, like you said, you heard it, but it went in this ear, out went right there. out that ear, and now we're in our 30s and we're like um, making these radical decisions that could have been a whole different scenario. Could have been avoided. And I'm yeah. shocked at how many kids are hit at this event. It's a ton, man. I had some kid, I was walking down and he was with his dad, you know, wasn't even old enough to drive here and his dad brought him here and it's like, this is incredible. I just hope you guys realize what a precious opportunity you have I love it I love to see it I mean and I think that's
1: uh, one of the reasons I, I like Brian and uh, BNB as well you know and I mean I think you're got to look up to as well but the just the the young kids that see the positivity that these guys are providing you know and giving these guys hey you can make money doing this but you can have fun and, and check out all the stuff you're able to receive from it you know God will bless you by doing it and I love to see it because when I started, man, we didn't have anything like this. Paul, you know, there, we had flip phones. We there was no there was YouTube, but there was nothing about lawn care and landscaping on there, and uh, I, I didn't have any network. Uh, you know no structured network in nashville i didn't know anybody that did it and uh, so i just went to lowe's i just went to home depot well that looks cool i'll buy that i bought the same bowlands weed eater and buy the two-year warranty on it when it blow up i'd get a new one because i had the warranty but that was how i started didn't have a blower had a push broom you know and a lot of people's stories like that you know i was content with what i had but i didn't know there was something better and uh, that really, uh, if I maybe would have had somebody like a Brian or a, a BMB or uh, you know a Keith Kelf is telling me these things, you know, I, well, maybe I better upgrade to another mower while I'm making
0: money and I don't have any bills, you know. So yeah, and it's it's a slow crawl, but the industry is being elevated. For sure. Like I'm noticing, cause I go, I go to, I try to go to all the events mm-hmm. because as a podcaster, it gives me this opportunity to, you know, get to hear your story rather than you calling me on the phone, which sometimes we got to do what we got to do. Sure. But this is way better audio wise. And you know, I can look at your eyes. I can look at your nonverbals, and we, we can take a deeper conversation than in a zoom call and you're sitting in your boxers. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Caleb and
1: Brittany Allman here. Hello. Hey, we have something special to tell you about a sale at theheartscapeacademy.com. We are so excited and we are so thankful to have recently closed on our new shop property. We are extending the Black Friday sale for how long, Britt? An extra four days. We're going to go ahead and do it through December 3rd. We're so excited to do this. And we want to give back, you know, some of the blessing that we've been given here with being able to purchase our shop property and build our new facility. So we want to pass that on to you. We also want to build this thing. We need to raise some money for it. So we're like, well, we'll move some courses by uh, knocking some money off them and extending the sale that did so well anyhow. So, folks, check it out. The deal again, 25% off all courses except our in-person training. Right, Britt? Correct. For another four days through December 3rd. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15 minute call don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all it won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs
0: schedule a 15 minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com but what i'm noticing i was talking with some other people about this is the quality of people are just like, the industry is elevating. You know, there's a, a guy, friend of the show, his name's Aaron, he's from Illinois. Yeah. And um, him and his wife were at uh, Equip, they were here. And it's like, this is a quality young man. You know what I mean? And, and then uh, Jeremiah Jennings, he's down there in Alabama. You know, I met him and his wife, quality couple. And it's like, this industry, and they're telling the same story. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I watch Brian's videos. I watch, you know, I listen to this podcast. It's like, they came in through this ecosystem they got equipped mm-hmm. and it's all for free. You listen to Kid Contractor Podcast, you listen to Corey Ballard's podcast, listen to Naylor's podcast, listen to Brian's podcast, listen to watch Keith Kalfa's YouTube videos. There, there's a bunch of training programs out there you couldn't pay for and pay for events like this. But even if you're broke dust, busted and disgusted, it's all free. That's it. Y- you just listen and and take notes and then apply it. And these people, it's like Jeremiah Jen is like 21 years old, he's like, oh yeah, I just bought my house, I'm making six figures, blah, blah, blah. And, and he's got character. He's got excellent character. Mm-hmm. And and for so long, and you've seen this, I've, I've been around for 11 years, the industry was kind of like no character. That's it. You're right. And now you're starting to get guys. That's why you have 60 good customers is because they, they trust you yep. and they don't mind. Um, and, and I know you have fair prices, but uh, I wouldn't mind you getting the rate increase later going I, up a like, little bit. <laughs> we, they're on, Eli's on me. He's, he's, he's upping
1: all his customers, and he said, James, you need to do the same. And I'm, I'm, I'm torn, right? I, I, and I want to ask while I got you here. Yes, sir. Um, I've been cutting the same yards on my street, okay, my HOA mm-hmm. I've lived in since I was 16. Mm-hmm. I've been doing them for $30 since I was 16. Do I go up on them? 100%. Really? 100%. And they're the ones that understand if it's three weeks and I'm late. All my yards are bi weekly. and they understand if I go if I'm late or
0: if it rains or they're okay with it. Let, you know. let me ask you this because I'm torn on let, that. Okay, well, let me ask you this: okay. When you worked at Chick Fil A, how much did the price go up? You were there for how many years? Almost ten. Nine Did they raise their prices at oh, all? Oh, man, every other
1: year it was raised up, yeah. Not every other year. Every year. Well, when I was there, it was every oh, other okay. year. Okay, every other year. But I remember a chicken sandwich being 2 and a regular just plain Chick-fil-A sandwich. That was the price. Out the door taxes. And I think it's close to $4 now for a regular sandwich. So
0: so they incrementally, mm-hmm. consistently, I'll give you every other year, you're in that ecosystem. I, as a consumer, I feel like it's it's a lot. I, know, uh, I used to go to Wendy's. Okay. And when I was in high school, I was I I was beyond robust and disgusted. I was like I I had seven cents in my bank. right? Oh yeah. You ever hear that saying? The two nickels to rub together. (laughs) Rub together. Yes. I I had a nickel and a penny and a penny. It's like (laughs) (laughs) you get in your bank. I remember one time I went to. uh, my bank in college and I, th- I had 26 cents and it was so embarrassing because I go to get the thing and uh, the kid that sits in class next to me was the bank teller and he's like y- you're aware of your balance right and oh, I'm like <laughs> I was like I got 26 cents he's <laughs> like I know that's my biggest fear of dating a girl that's a bank teller and she's like oh this
1: guy is broke you know like, but it depends on the day of the week you know when I'm getting paid well, a I'm funny, not, a funny
0: story about that because your name is James when I a long time ago I used to go I go to the same bank for over a decade and when I go in there, they literally call me James. Okay. This girl would be, you know, she's kind of—I don't know how to explain her. She, she's an attractive lady, but she's her, she's just, her mind's kind of elsewhere. So A little she's scatterbrain, just, yeah, scatterbrain, okay. and oh, hi, James. And my name's Paul. Okay. But you know, she comes in, and, and uh, you know, the Lord started to prosper me and 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 uh, really take me to a whole nother level and the check started getting yeah. fatter. There you go. And uh, I remember I came in one day and I could see she kind of like looked up at me and looked me in the eye and she's like, have a nice day, Paul. And uh, wow. I was like, well, now did, now did I got Name uh, change? <laughs> name change? I was like, she finally learned my name but the correlation was when the... Uh, I ain't saying she's a gold digger. No, but she she <laughs> but ain't she, messing. Yeah, I hear you. She my name went from James DePaul. So tax bracket change, name <laughs> change, huh? Oh, it's <laughs> awesome. And she now, yeah, it's it's uh, now it's borderline flirting. Oh, um, hands down. Hey, hey, yeah, Good to so, see you again. Yeah, have a nice weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh-huh. like, all right. Uh-huh. I will,
1: but yeah. not with you. <laughs> That's it. Well, well, you know, and God will give you that sign too. At least you're able to acknowledge that now. You know, us as young guys, we probably wouldn't even pick up on something like that. You know what I mean? But uh, having the life experience and, and making the mistakes, and not having the money to having a
0: little bit, you appreciate it. Back to answer your question, yeah, because you represent a lot of other people listening that have the same exact question. Thirty bucks, they're good customers. They're they're um, compassionate, patient, understanding, mm-hmm. reliable, reasonable. Chick Fil A goes from two eighty three. You remember that exact amount, and now it's at four bucks just for that spicy chicken sandwich. They almost uh, doubled their price in ten years, mm-hmm. so if you would have just followed the Chick Fil A formula, that thirty-dollar lawn would be at like forty-eight or fifty-one dollars. And if you, I'm not saying uh, I don't want to put shame on you, mm-hmm. but if you would have gone from thirty to thirty-one, they wouldn't have left you. If you would have gone from thirty-one to thirty-two, maybe thirty-two to thirty-four, incrementally, it, the, the Chick Fil A didn't go from two eighty-three to four. That's true. They went from 283 to probably 289, mm-hmm. 292, you know, 299. And then you probably remembered when it crossed three dollars, like 303. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, like, holy big deal. cow! Holy cow! Yeah, no, that's 303. But it it was it was never a big bump. Now here's this is super important. Chick Fil A knows their numbers, mm-hmm. right? They got a bunch of people that job is to analyze the data, the number. Like that's their full time job, right? I I know some of these people. They live in Atlanta. They you know I work in Atlanta, right? So they're constantly crunching the numbers. So Chick-fil-A was actually on ahead of the game when they were two eighty three. That was actually the right profitable price. They ran a profit at two eighty three for a chicken sandwich, you know, fifteen years ago. Four dollars is where they need to be now. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you said thirty dollars back in the day, it's because Rick, Harry, and Skip, they were at thirty bucks mm. because Chuck was at thirty bucks and because Rick was at thirty bucks and all of us screwed up. Yeah. Because if we really calculated, well, how much does that weed eater cost? It's blowing up. How much does that mower cost? How much does that truck cost? How much does that vehicle insurance cost? How much salary do you want to pay yourself? How mu- And you, you, you start adding up all that list, 30 bucks is, is too small. Mm-hmm. So I say all that because I do these coaching calls with folks and it's like, Ugh. I, I want to tell them to raise your price by 5%, but their price is so low to begin with, I was like, "You're in an emergency. You got to get their price from thirty to like forty-three, and so you could just, you know, you. It's a tough spot. Well, I've combated Uh, it in the best way I could, right? So any new customer
1: I get. And th- that's how, you and, and I've heard that on a couple of podcasts. So yep. any new customer I get, I won't drop my gate for less than 45 There you go. Now. And so that's how I've combated it. Um, but, but but go, keep going, keep and going. I, I've, I've just kind of chalked these yards up, right, because they, they to mailbox money. You know, it's I, don't, don't get mad at me. <laughs> I'm mad at it's, you. <laughs> well, I hate to say it, you know, don't, don't go monitor this, but it, they're cash yards. and uh, no, no, that's so, all right if I, you're okay. putting
0: it in the bank, though, or you yeah, put yeah, it in yeah. your wallet. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, in okay. the okay. bank. So, Greg you know, Chisholm taught yeah. me that on
0: a YouTube video a long time ago.
1: Good guy to learn from back in the day too yeah um so that was that was my big thing man you know and he had a lot of customers like that he did the work for for a long time and and felt 20, 25 bucks <laughs> never felt like going up on him or didn't know if he should kind of thing i remember watching some videos about that years ago
0: um and, and i know i should i know i should no, i'm going to hold you accountable truly okay. as as your friend well, i appreciate next that. spring i'm going to ask you and, and my recommendation nashville atlanta we have similar climates i want to do it now people got the holidays let them enjoy life. They're going to overspend January. They're going to be looking at their bank statements, their credit card bills. They're going to be all, they're going to be in emergency mode, mm-hmm. maybe February. Okay. Hopefully they, they get over their um, foolish spending from the holidays, seasonal woes, the hard yeah. attack in January when they realize <laughs> they, they spent too much. And then, you know, your season starts around March where the yeah, so we're uh, we're early March,
1: and uh, I mean I start mulching in February, end of February. So I mean, okay. we're we're rocking and rolling first
0: week of March. So I'd hit him with the rate increase letter email in February, mm-hmm. and just say, "Hey, Mrs. Smith, uh, your rates. Well, I'm not going to give you guys my letter over the thing, but I got no, yeah, a template, yeah 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 save right? a little bit, save a I'll little. Save bit. I'll save a little bit, okay. But um, sweet Sue, it was thirty bucks this year. I don't have my calculator. Uh, to r- run five percent minimum, this is minimum inflations okay. inflation's at this anymore. you could you could go more than this i've been seeing seven percent eight percent thirteen percent, but because I can tell the hesitancy i'll give you five percent thirty dollars times point o five is a dollar fifty yeah we ain't gonna go from thirty to thirty one fifty so let 's say you go from thirty to thirty two just okay. to gain confidence that all these people aren't gonna be like dude, he raised my price two dollars, everything else is being risen, so this is. The best time to raise our rates because everybody, everything's going up, Mm -hmm. right? Nothing's going down. It's not. You're right. So I would, just to get confidence, I would go from 30 to 32 or 33. Okay. Okay? You're not going to come back to me and be like, oh, I lost my business. Everyone said no. They're going to go with Chuck (laughs) because you've already built the um, trust and the reliability. And if someone's going to take a hike because you raised their lawn by $2, do you really want to work for that customer? Are they really faithful to you? Didn't need that's them in the first place. Yeah. Right. But $2 times what? 20, 30 accounts? Mm-hmm. you said 60 accounts i have 60 total but i'd raise all of them by at least two bucks okay and you're gonna be doing the same amount of work and be making more money this is a handful so we're only talking five so it's it you know and then i've
1: like i said i've just kind of and it's not probably not the right thing you know i've chalked it up to just well it is what it is it's mailbox money um and and i'll put it in the bank you know and then it's gas really now gas is so high so it, i just consider that filling up my truck uh one of my trucks and i You know, I know I'm going to go up. I I will. I'll take your advice. And I think in February, I'll. uh, again, we're a very small HOA. It's only about 20 houses. And uh, I've cut the same six, again, for a long, long time. And I do the common areas and that stuff for our HOA. So I've been doing those a long time as well. And I've never gone up on the HOA common area. So I probably should go up on that too now that we're talking.
0: Yeah, all across the board, anyone hearing the sound of my voice right now, Every single one of us needs to raise our rates in 2022, except go. you, Mr. Producer. You guys... <laughs> Keep it the same. Lock it in. Lock it in. No, we'll, we'll pay him a little bit more. But uh, we he listens to all of our shows, and we all yeah. say the same thing. So me and Brian and Caleb and Naylor and, uh, you know, uh, Fence Industry, uh, we're all, like, we're waiting on the letter. Or are you going to send my own letter to me? That's rough. (laughs) My own template. That's (laughs) it. But, uh, hey, he's he's worth it, though. No, for sure. He does a great job. The quality is there
1: 100%, man. I can tell. You can tell just it's there. You guys are passionate about what you do, and he's passionate about producing it and helping you guys out and making it sound the best it can sound and editing. I mean,
0: everyone I've listened to where you can tell he's been a part of it just sounds incredible so yeah and and dude has got a plan and purpose for all of us and you going and cutting grass for thirty dollars like if that's if that's under your worth you could be spending that hour cutting someone's else's yard for forty five dollars and I've come to uh I don't want to say a um predicament but mm-hmm. I've gotten to a place where I realized my heart was so far away from God mm. that I mean I'm telling you I was re- I was reading uh, Matthew this morning what is mm. it chapter five or six where it says if you curse someone in your heart um th- there's a chance you're going to get the um there's a way it worded it but basically like hellfire yep just if you curse someone and I was just thinking oh my gosh I was having dinner with a friend the other day and I was I was talking bad about someone and I was like God forgive me like I have junk in my heart. And yep. so I was like, well, you just give me more time. If you, if you give me more time, I'm going to get it right. I'm going to forgive the people that I've, uh, held a grudge to. I'm going to get this where I'm cursing people. I'm going to, they're made in God's image. Mm. I'm going to bless them. I'm going to, I'm going to believe that they're going to meet God and they're going to experience abundant life. And, and uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm begging God, please give me more time. I wasted so much time in sin and in vanity. And I'm like, my, my spiritual eyes are opening that Jesus, I need you. Hands down. So what do I need is a second chance. What's well, really like a 20th chance, a hundredth chance. I, I, I've, you know, I'm, i like Peter, right. He stumbles and falls and every, yeah. And uh, disowned Jesus. Disowned and Jesus, Jesus like, Hey, do you in. love me? And, and Peter's like, all right, you give me another chance. And then he, and he took it to the house. So we need time and I look at it when I'm sending someone a quote, it's like, my, my, my time is valuable yeah. and I'm fair. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to give you more than you're paying for me, but you're worth more than a $30 cut mm. we all are. Everyone in this industry that shouldn't even, those words, those signs, I don't know if they have them in Nashville with all these little raggedy signs, you know, $25. You know, call Rick. Oh, man. A- and Hanging it on the telephone mad. pole. Yeah, sticking on the in, corner. Yeah, it's a piece of paper sometimes,
1: too. It's not even a yeah. uh, poster board. You know, it's, yeah, I, we see it. I see them. So,
0: I don't want to see coming through Nashville. Thirty dollars second mile. No,
1: nah, well, you, you, I mean, I again, it's just those yards. I, but, I mean, any new customer I have, landscaping, I mean, we're, we're on point with everything we do it's just it's just those and like they've gotten on to me and uh, you know my mom has even gotten on jamie you know you, you know you've been doing them a long time you know and they, they appreciate you but you know you could there's nothing wrong with that you know and so I, I i will i'm gonna february i'm gonna that, that'll that may be a a new a new year's goal right you know for, yeah. to go up on that and, and just to stick with that you know what i mean because sometimes i'm kind of uh sorry i keep getting alerts uh ooh. um now to
0: just go up on that and, and stick with my guns, I guess. I'm, right. I'm well, I'm fat. telling you, Chick-fil-A, once they got into the routine, it's just, it's like clockwork. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether they're raising the price of the sandwich by three cents or seven cents, they have their own data to find out, you know, how they need to hit their financial goals. But once you do it once, mm-hmm. that next year, you won't even think about it. You're like, oh. Not even uh, a big deal. Yeah. First week of February, or depending on where you're at, you know, our friends in Australia and New Zealand, they're in their spring rush right now. So yeah. you guys... You should have sent your letters out already. If you haven't, greenstreetpodcast.com. Download the rate increase letter. There's a template. Fill out your information where it says insert here. Insert something. Don't send out a template. <laughs> I had somebody, oh, man. I had somebody send me something that I paid them a lot of money to make for me. And I'm sitting there reading it. And it says insert here. They didn't even, I was like, what in the world? Wow. Very unprofessional. So if you're going to get the rate increase letter, you know, put second mile where it says insert here, insert date. That means you put the date, <laughs> February, whatever. So um, anyway, get that, download it and send it out to your customers. And then inflation or whatever's three to 4% every year could be more with what's going on. Yeah. World's you just, crazy right you now. just, you just go from 30 to 32, the next year go from 32 to 34, 35, and then if somebody does leave, well you're quoting those new yards at forty five and again guys we're not measuring square foot or being like this, I'm just giving round numbers to yeah, make it's it a, easy. It's
1: rough, yeah. It's rough guess. But stuff. you're
0: you're giving um you're giving... Keith Kalfas is over there. I learned that from him, that you dissolve the bottom and you fill in the top with new premium customers, so you're throwing out quotes for higher, higher numbers. I learned to price mulch
1: through him, so I'm, I'm thankful for him years ago. I learned ago. a lot. I learned a yeah. lot through him. I learned how, to, learned how many combi attachments you can put on a, on a hedge trimmer to reach a tree if you don't have a ladder of, uh, you know, mulch prices, you know, for, for per yard, per man hour, all that, and I'm very thankful
0: for that years ago. So... Yes, sir. Very cool. Cool. Well, thank you uh, for the time, James. Yeah. And uh, hopefully the peanut gallery will uh,
1: be appeased now. I think so. Paul, thank you so much for having me, and uh, appreciate you having me on here, man. I know it's a a big deal, and and I'm thankful for that. Well, listen, if I see you February 5th, what am I going to ask you? Did my prices go up? Yeah, uh, that
0: email can go. That's perfect timing. I I think I actually learned that from Stan Genetic mm -hmm. because he's like, you know, I forget exactly how much, uh, two to three— weeks before maybe even more you don't want to do it so far off where they forget about it sure but you don't want to do it too tight because then if they start barking at you you want to at least give them a phone call and and just say hey barbara you know we got again i don't want to give away my secret sauce no, don't but do we, that, we yeah. have it worded where if you read it or you send the email to them it's just per, it's just professional crafted that it's like that makes sense that's yeah. very very reasonable and if you raise it by a reasonable amount and the only way you wouldn't re- raise your rates by a reasonable amount is if you quoted it too low in the first place and maybe you do need to move on and get a new yard at the right price. Yeah, absolutely. Now, where can we
1: find that at if we were to go down?
0: The oh, road? there you go. The the meetup or the rate increase letter? Uh, the rate increase letter and the meetup. Where would that info be at? Great. Well done. Yeah. Mr. Producer, we got to get we gotta get James a job. Greenindustrypodcast.com. Okay. We just revamped everything uh, with the website. So the rate increase letters over there. Uh, the brand new book, The Diligent Shall Prosper. I just had a new book come out Thursday.
1: I saw that, man. That looks super cool.
0: Definitely and it's, a, it's a guided journal to help you crush your goals. That's on there. We have a bunch of resources. We try to make it the one-stop shop to provide you guys the resources. It's not just my products on there. We have um, John Pajak and, and Jason Creole, and we got some new fresh things that are coming um, in 2022 as okay. well. So very cool. com. your one-stop shop. All right. There you go. All righty. Thank you, James. Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate you it. Can, uh, all of them notifications you're getting, you can follow up now. I appreciate that. <laughs> is a super cool story there by our friend james from tennessee good to finally meet him in person i know a lot of friends have friends of his um ben naiman and the amigos down there in alabama i uh, have for a while but hey you got to get james on the show and so it's perfect that he was at this event because i definitely am trying to get as many in-person interviews as possible, just to honor you guys as the listener. It sounds so much better uh, when we are in person. Of course, Mr. Producer makes it all sound as excellent as possible on his end, but he can only work with what we send him. And if we can have the in-person interviews, you know, those files to him, then he can really make it sound excellent. So we appreciate James and Mister Producer. Well, guys, I don't know about you, but I'm excited for the next chapters in my life. And uh, one of the ways that I am trying to crush it in 2022 is by writing down my goals and having my vision board all up to date. And uh, I've been going to Staples and uh, I print out my in color. I laminate them. I got the thumb pin things. And I, I my my vision board is like there's not much room left um, because. In 2022, guys, I'm trying to take the the excellency of my character to another level and just prosper in every area of life, relationships, finances, health, my walk with the Lord, all of it, taking it to the next level. I'm pumped up for 2022. And I want to invite you to join me in crushing it this upcoming year and join me in writing down our goals every single day, measurable, specific goals. Those baby steps uh, is, is how we actually get things done. It's the principle of eating an elephant one bite at a time. Not that you'd want to eat an elephant, but the principle, right? It's intimidating. How would you eat an elephant? Well, I guess one bite at a time. I don't know what animal eats an elephant. Yeah, elephants teach. Anyway, I want to see us crush our goals this upcoming year. We have created a product called the Diligent Shall Prosper. It's a goal tracker and journal that you it will guide you through writing down your goals every single day. And so it's 90 days and all you got to do is there'll be a proverb to read each day. You read that and then it will start guiding you through the process of writing down what you're thankful for, writing down what your goals are for the day. And I'm telling you guys, you get in this habit and you literally do this for 90 days, you will see traction on those goals that you are trying to accomplish. It just is what it is. The research backs it up. And so we're very thankful to our friends at Amazon. They hooked us up with, the opportunity to have a hardcover journal over there. And um, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes. Uh, it's called the Diligent Shall Prosper, the Goal Tracker Journal, and that will shoot you over to the Amazon. You can Amazon Prime it and uh, have it at your doorstep very soon. And uh, pick up a few copies as well and uh, hand them out as holiday gifts. And uh, we certainly um, want to hear your story that, hey, I wrote down my goal. And I accomplished it. And I think Brian Fullerton has the, the biggest testimony of all that with his three acre property. He, he had that on his vision board. He'd look at it every single day, contemplate it, think about it, meditate on it, get that in his subconscious. And then lo and behold, he started, I believe in 2018 and 2020, he bought a property with three acres and, you know, they're building a custom home on it now and all of that good stuff. And um, it's, it's as simple as that. You envision it, you write it down, and then you you take the action steps to make it happen. So we'll definitely be honored to be a part of your story uh, with the diligent shout, prosper goal tracker and journal, and uh, help guide you through that uh, to see your success. Thanks for listening, friends! Smash that, follow, turn on the bell for notifications, and we'll have a fresh new podcast, Green Industry Podcast episode for you tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening.